Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and we are honored that you have joined us. This podcast is here to serve you and stand alongside your journey to becoming your best self. Our expert today is Adelia Salsamande. Now she is truly transforming the influencer space. She has her own consulting company called Adelia Salsamande Inc. And she knows all the ins and outs about what it takes to build successful brands, be an influencer in the social marketing space. And it's all about being real and authentic. So we love that here at Rise Up For You. And I know that you will love our conversation today. So rise up for you. Enjoy this episode as we welcome Edelia Salsamande. Well, welcome, Edelia. We're so excited to have you on the Rise Up For You podcast today. Yay! Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here with you today. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm so excited for our conversation. And um, yeah. we'd like to start off by just having you share with our audience, you know, who you are, what you do, and the journey that led you led you to what you're doing now. Totally. Um, so, again, my name is Idalia Kalsamendi, and I currently own my own business strategy company, Idalia Kalsamendi, Inc., uh, where basically I guide influencers and brands alike uh, to basically elevate um, whatever platform they are in, but within the digital media space, but to elevate that profile. So with influencers, you know, even if they have management, I kind of have found my niche in, you know, relating to influencers on a more human level and being able for them to rise to a higher occasion within the digital space. And then with brands, I like to use that same moral compass, but also execute really exciting projects and really exciting campaigns. I kind of get the best of both worlds. Um, and I guess it all began back in my PR days. I was 19, I'm 35 now, so I've been in the industry for 16 years behind the scenes. Uh, but since I was 8 years old, I've been in front of a camera because I used to do telenovela when I was a little kid. Oh, uh, so I basically, like, yeah, I grew up in the industry. Like, I don't know anything other than entertainment and and advertisement, so it, it's been quite the ride. I, I started with PR because my mom did PR for Univision, and at the time, like, I would speak back in the city, and Samantha Jones was so cool, and she did PR too, so I'm like, oh, cool, my mom does PR, so the Samantha Jones. <laughs> that, I think that should be my career. Um, and I dabbled with some things uh, between that, but I ended up landing a job with Ford Models, and that's the first time that I started managing models. And that led me to Next Models, where I started a career of Lucky D. Smith. I was part of that team. I was part of the team that started Erica Linder. And I ended up running their talent division in New York City. So I basically managed, you know, gosh, like top influencers at the time, like Tara Parani and Christina Bazan and Ariel Chartis and Dana Bernstein and Shay Marie. Wow. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was a pretty crazy time. And one day I, I just decided that I needed to break away from corporate America and do things my way. And it was really for lack of seeing a more human element mm-hmm. in this industry. You know, I think, and especially as a woman, we're kind of taught like you need to fight hard and you need to sometimes be bitchy and you need to be the shark and, 
you know, right. people can't step on you, so you need to get ahead of the race. And I instinctually, like, that wasn't me, and I was turning into that. So I said, whoa, 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 whoa. How can I revise what's going on? At the same time, like, if I'm working with influencers, and they have this tremendous power and, you know, influence mm-hmm. to an audience, then I also think there has to be some sort of social um, responsibility, you know, yeah. of, of thinking bigger picture. Like, you can't just be out to sell a product bag. I mean, go, definitely go for selling a product bag. Yeah. What's the deeper connection that you have with your audience? And that's why I started my strategy company. And ultimately, that's why I started my own podcast, the realization podcast. It's just, you know, to get information out there and make sure that there, to put some kindness back in the industry. And it's funny because the more that I talk about it, more people are like, yes, I, I, I hear you, I feel you, you know, you don't. And it's been really cool to see the transition that I'm seeing in agencies and in brands just when I go talk to them either in conferences or when I consult. So it's been quite the right. It's been quite the right. Mm, gosh, I love that. That's fabulous because you're right in this, you know, I mean, helping the model influencers in your model days, but now it's the online influencers. I mean, just the whole industry is changing how we, how we purchase products, who we listen to. Uh-huh. It's not the big uh-huh. television ads, big companies anymore. It's people that are actually yeah. using and loving the products. I mean, at least we hope they're using and loving the products, right? Therein lies the yeah. social responsibility you're talking about. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely that social responsibility that there has to be some form of authenticity when selling a product, um, you know, I I always tell my clients, well, have you tried this before before selling it? And, you know, I think Crystal Lynn is such a great example because she won't post about something until she's tried it. I've actually had to turn down people very kindly because mm. she said, oh, yeah, if I can't wear this perfume, I can't sell it to my audience. And I think that takes a huge, huge... Um, sense of social responsibility and knowing where she stands, that she has to guide her audience the right way. And she's just one of the examples of, of amazing clients that I have that do feel that. But also the responsibility of giving back to society. You know, what charities do you align yourself with? Um, what community service do you do? You know, what what's the bigger conversation going on um, in your life or in the world in whole? Mm, right, right. Absolutely. Because that's, I mean, that is the... Um, kind of that next exciting step, right? Because I think a lot of people that either trying to be influencers or you know, putting stuff out there, but they just haven't really grasped onto that yet, that it's 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 who you are, right? It's who you're being in the world. Yeah. It's, it's what do you yeah. stand for? What's your why? Like all of that is so much more important than, than even the, the money that you might gain from, you know, promoting something. And, and mm-hmm. but how do you get... Um, your, you know, clients you work with or people, and I, and I know probably within the people you work with, they're putting this message out, which is great. But um, how do you have that conversation with, with maybe a new client that, that isn't, isn't quite there on the social responsibility side? They just, you know, really, you know, starting from nothing, you need to make money and they need to generate, you know, that, that financial side. Uh-huh. Um, how do you balance that conversation with them? Totally. And by the way, I love that you said, what's your why? Because that's like the title to like all <laughs> friends that I did. Like, what's your why? What's your yeah, why? Yeah, totally. Um, but, to answer, but to answer your question, I just, I mean, ugh, I just won't work with you if you're not there yet. Um, mm. And it has nothing to do with how much money you're making. It has to do with how 
you perceive the world and how you perceive it to work. Mm. So, for example, let's say that your company is just starting off, right? And um, let's say a brand. And you're selling a lipstick, and the lipstick's $9. Well, why not make the lipstick $10 and say that, you know, 10% of the proceeds will go to, uh, the you know, your client's, uh, you know, charity of choice. Mm. And then you can link three, you know, three, three places that you can donate your $1 to. So the conversation isn't so much tiptoeing around it. It's really getting to the heart of it because if you're not doing it when you're starting off or you're not doing it when you start making money, if that's the mentality, unfortunately and statistically, the mentality will be when you're making a million dollars and be like, well, after my taxes and, you know, I worked too hard for this. You know, there's always going to be something. So it's really instilling that mentality from the get-go of saying, okay, well, how do we make this work? And at the end of the day, I mean, even if you're the most selfish person in the world, it's a tax write-off, you know, like, and that's sometimes the conversations I have to have. It's like, listen, even if you're just a greedy person, which, by the way, not going to work with you, you know, whoever you end up working with or whoever your CPA is, you know, just have a talk about tax write-offs and, you know, just (laughs) invest in your business that way. Um, But I, I go ahead and I go ahead and with that topic. Mm, yeah, that's great. And then I love that you said that too, because it's, it's, if someone's coming in kind of with that scarcity mentality of, you know, I need to make this money, I need to do this and, and, and whatever, you know, that when you identify that mindset, whether they're making $10 or a million dollars, you're right. It's, it's, if that's their mindset, it's really not going to switch. Like the one day I make enough, the one day, because they're never going to feel, they're never going to feel that, right? Yeah. It's never going to be enough. Right. Right. So if someone comes to you and, and wants to, um, to work with you and they want to be an influencer, I mean, I guess at any level, do you, do you, do you personally work mm-hmm. with people that already have so many followers or brands or can you work with the startup person too? That's a great question. I, I got in one startup, uh, Caitlin Warkomsky. I got her three years ago. She was actually my first client. She had 50,000. So I guess that's not so much of a startup, but right. for me, I was excited because she did have millions of followers, which is, you know, what I'm used to. Right. Um, for the most part, I think with my consulting, although I can consult, you know, with everybody, it's really understanding the business and diving in. Hmm. So I, I think the only way that I can describe it is, you know, I, I I'm like a university professor, so I want to make sure that you know your ABCs and that you know basic um, algebra before coming to me and really diving into, you know, what business model you want to escalate or you want to increase within the digital marketing space. So I am open to working with anybody, but it just gets a little difficult if there's not that previous, you know, stench of experience Mm -hmm. that... You know, just like anything in life, you kind of, you know, you need to be an intern before you can become a manager or before you can, you know. So it's really getting people that have already put in their life work. But for me, that also shows, that shows stamina. Mm, You know, anybody can wake up one day and say, I want to be an influencer. I'm going to call Idalia. But how many people are going to call me and be like, Idalia, I've been doing this for six years. And this is what I've been doing. You know, that for me is like, that for me is like, you get it, girl. You know, like, oh boy, like, let's, let's, let's do that. Um. So that's, you know, that's, that's the mentality I have with influencers that approach me. And always, 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 like, today is that person coming from authentically. You know, so many times influencers will be like, well, you know, why do you want to work with me? Well, can you double my following or can you make me this money? 
you know, I immediately call that person out. You're not, that's not my line of work. My line of work is making sure that we're elevating on all aspects of the business and as you, as, you know, a, a physical human being. Mm, um, nice. So yeah. different elements, different elements. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, the word stamina is great, right? Because I think, I think what happens oftentimes, especially with younger people, they'll look on, you know, YouTube and see some YouTube person or some Instagram, you know, person or, you know, the Kardashians or whoever you're looking at and going, wow, you know, um, but they don't see the grunt, the grind, the behind the scenes, the things that did work, things that did like all of that. Right. So what would be, your your kind of conversation around that with somebody i mean just that real conversation that sometimes people don't want yeah. to hear right well i think the conversation has to start and this is what i'm pushing it has to start from the, the bigger influencers themselves they also have to understand that there's a responsibility to their audience and knowing that this is hard work mm. um, and that goes for brands as well right. um you know with the girls that i work with i mean it's years it's been years that they've been doing it. You know, Crystal has been doing this for, I think, eight or nine years since before Instagram. Brittany Xavier has been doing it for five or six years. JC Dupree has been doing it. But, you know, I'm, I'm bringing on girls that have been blood, sweat, and tearing it, you know, have, like Brittany Xavier having a day job, having a daughter, and by the way, she posts on Instagram. You know, All this right. is not somebody that woke up one day and decided, you know, to wear Fendi. This is somebody that really, really was strategic about her career and the choices that she made to better her life and her and her family's life, and that needs to be applauded. Mm. Um, maybe the younger generation doesn't understand that as well. Maybe because we're not showing it as much as we should. Right. But just like anything else in mind, if you're not going to roll up your sleeves and do the work, you're just not going to get there. Or if you do get there and you take shortcuts, it's not a sustainable business. It's, it's, you won't you won't build something sustainable. Because you never built the foundation for that empire that you want to build. Mm, yeah, that's that's huge. That's huge. Uh, yeah, for people to understand about the the foundational steps it takes, and then and then also I guess deciding for yourself, you know, how big do you want to grow? And not everybody mm-hmm. needs, wants to be the you know the Tony Robbins or whoever, right? You know, the yeah. the, the person that you know is managing and has thousand employees and you know all of that yeah. either. so it's it's for you yeah, identifying your your lifestyle your you know how you want to be in the world and and what you know you might be okay with a hundred thousand five hundred thousand whatever right so yeah. identifying that for the person too I'm sure is really important because it's not always the yeah. next greatest you know what I mean latest and greatest thing right it's who you are totally I love that. And I always tell my clients to just, anytime they feel frustrated or deflated, just to, 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 to kind of turn their head back and, and look at themselves two, three, four, five years ago and mm-hmm. really applaud that person, you know, i.e. applaud their, their younger self um, and come from a place of gratitude. I think that really changes the perception of, you know, where a current mind statement will be. It's like, okay, well, if you want to have, the 1,000 employees and, you know, have a skyscraper over New York City, that's great. But, you know, if you're living in the West Village in a four-bedroom apartment, not too shabby either, you know? Right, like, right, right. You know, like, you need to, people need to relax a little bit and have fun along the way because if you're able to get into this industry and get to a level where you are living a comfortable life, then, you know, like, that's that's magical. That's really, really cool. And being able to be part of that journey and make it happen. That's, I mean, that for me is like 
the end game and the end goal is to see that happen and to see someone properly functioning in society and being grateful for where they stand in society as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's the that's the distinction because I think it is easy to, to to look at the like you said the ones doing it for years and years and then feeling the, this comparisitis that we're all in you know well uh-huh. they got more likes than me or they got more more uh-huh. followers than me and it's it's really wreaking havoc with people's you know self esteem people's um, ability to um, to even identify who they really are and what they really want does that really matter in the long game for 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 maybe certain people for some it does and. You know, so yeah, identifying all of that is so crucial, I think. I love that you're saying this because it's also, there's such a, there's a, the numbers game right now on, on every social media platform, and what we're not realizing is that people have taken severe shortcuts along the way. I mean, I, I personally have less than 20,000 followers at the time, and I get more reach impressions than people with 700,000 followers because the 19,000 followers that I do have are very engaged in what I do and mm. are interested in, you know? So mm. again, when we look at this comparison game, it, it, it gets real ugly real quick. So <laughs> again, it's, it, it's like honing it in and saying, okay, well, are you worried because of, you know, are you losing jobs because of it? Or are you worried because your, your ego is being hurt? Mm. Um, and once we can, you know, identify the ego in the conversation, that's where, you know, it could, subsidize the, the comparison game or, you know, eliminate it and you just, you know, put your peripherals on and, and be you. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's, that's really the bigger conversation that needs to be had. And I also love that you said with your top influencers, you feel there is a bit of a, um, the role model, you know, stance that they need to take in terms of letting people know that, hey, this does not happen overnight. And, you know, this is yeah. some of the steps I took or, you know, depending if they're, you know, that's what they're teaching yeah. or what they're doing, you know, because uh-huh. it's, it's, uh-huh. it's easy for some of the influencers to, you know, post their Lamborghinis and post their yeah. beautiful, you know, private jets. Yeah. And then everybody yeah. thinks that's how they're really living when sometimes that's all just smoke and mirrors too. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah. And, and thank God, thank God right now, all my clients in my roster, like they are, they go on their YouTube or they go on, if you go on their Instagram or their blog, they are sharing their posts stories and they are sharing their day-to-day struggles uh, it's a beautiful thing to do because you connect on a more I always say human but it's real you connect on a more human level with your audience and yeah. guess what they're going to trust you more and guess what once they trust you more and you start working with brands that you love and you can speak authentically about money starts coming in like yeah. money is a consequence it's a beautiful consequence of just being real along the way you know yeah. because people will buy into that unapologetically because they trust you, there, there's a bond there. The yeah. same way that you would ask your best friend what's their favorite restaurant in, in a city that you may have never visited. Yeah. Hands down, you're going to go to that restaurant. Like, hands down, because your best friend told you, like, you have to go eat there, it's the best. Right. Um, influencers that really do just their jobs the correct way, same thing, same thing. Yeah, yeah, and I love that, because like you said, the the downstream effect is making more money, you know, but that's not the uh-huh. reason for doing it. So it, you still, uh-huh. you still are, are winning in all areas, you know, of being able to really impact people uh-huh. and, and be, you know, be the vulnerable kind of real person that I think everyone yeah. is really craving more and more now in the world of Photoshop yeah. and beautiful pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's so funny, I was at the WWD conference speaking, and right before I did um, Instagram, 
um, three reps from Instagram start talking that just on uh, statistics and on a metrics level, the posts that are performing better on Instagram right now are the more, you know, like quote unquote real ones versus mm. the overly produced content mm. that for the past maybe five years we've been trained to see. Um, you know, we've had to shift dynamics a lot from really overly produced photographs to just, you know, sit down and put on your makeup and put the lip gloss in the car as you would in your day-to-day life. And guess what? That lipstick is kind of car because you're using it in a real circumstance. You're not, you know, mm. on the top of the Eiffel Tower with, like, five babies, you know, <laughs> hanging from your hat. And, like, you know, like, that's not real. And, and don't get me wrong. I think there's still an amazing space for that. And I know influencers that do that bleach look very well. And, and it works because it's, like, it, it works. But statistically and now like with the metrics that Instagram is getting, people are, are straying more away from that and wanting to get more real. And again, it's just the cycle of advertisement, the cycle of, um, you know, uh, consumer consumption when when we look at television. You know, we mm. used to love these overly produced television shows and I love, I love Game of Thrones, but when we look at the television as a whole, what do we get? Reality TV. Right. I mean, that's, that's what, when we look at the ratings overall, right. we are seeing that it's reality. And then, of course, Game of Thrones will come on, or of course, you know, Sons of Anarchy. You know, we still have those, like, shows that need to refresh us, and Instagram is working the same way. We still have those classic accounts of overly produced, beautiful content that we love and we crave, but, you know, when we take a step back and look at the, 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 the platform as a whole, you know, real is selling. Yeah. Yeah, it really, yeah, it really is. <laughs> no pun intended. Yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. I, I agree. I think people are hungry for it. I think people, um, you know, it's all about building rapport and seeing someone that's like you, you know, and, and say, yeah. wow, that's me. Wow, she has those same struggles or he has that same issue yeah. or, you know, and being able to identify. And then those are the people you're going to want to either listen to on podcasts or watch on yeah. YouTube or, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, so it's, it's, it's. And it's, yeah, it's not about as the influencer or someone who, you know, wants to get content out there or, or whatever it may be. It, it, it's, um, it, it's going to, like you said, attract the, the real people, the real people that yeah. are going to be real to you. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, the numbers game, it isn't the numbers game. Cause you know, you can have a hundred thousand, like you said, followers or 20,000 or even 5,000, but if they're converting and they're, you know, they're following yeah. and they're loving you, it's. That's fantastic, yep. you know. Yeah. yeah, and brands, that's what I'm trying to drive home with brands. You know, like I'm working with brands and hiring those influencers and doing these campaigns. It's like how you said, I'm like, we need to take away the numbers as far as following. Um, when we look at the back-end metrics, that's, that's very important for us reaching impressions for posts and, you know, managing expectations. Mm-hmm. But absolutely, and, you know, you even mentioned it when we were talking earlier. You're like, you know, your mom could be a you know, your mom could be an influencer. Right, an influencer in, in your home, and absolutely, you know, right. and we need to really redefine or at least look a little bit more closely um, what the word influencer means in our lives. Because yeah, the, the people that have provided me the most influence very rarely from Instagram. <laughs> well, it's yeah, you know, ex- know exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know? It all depends, I guess, on the product you're, you know, selling. But, uh, but yeah, at yeah. the end of the day, we're all influencers. Like, like we talked yeah. about, you're influencing your kids, you're influencing your community, yeah. you're influencing your yeah. family, what you know, whatever it may be, friends, and yeah. and it's, um, it's yeah, and 
and it kind of parallels in a way what you're talking about with Instagram um, that or other social media platforms. The more the more real you are in your real life with your real peeps, you know, your real yeah. your, your family, yeah. your kids, your you know, really yeah. real and having those conversations yeah. parallel yeah. with your really real online. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. It yeah. goes back to my whole my favorite word when it comes to social media, being human. <laughs> <I> <laughs> Be human first. Yeah, be human. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, totally. So, oh my gosh, that's that's terrific. Can you give us one? Um, it sounds like you work you work mostly with Instagram. Do you work all platforms or? I work on across multiple platforms, but Instagram is my heavy hitter. It's, you know, gotcha. As far as you know, I've done YouTube, Facebook. Um, yeah. You know, TikTok is having is having a rise, but Instagram, just because it's the number one form of advertising right now, is it's, it's my hub. Mm. So, what would be one? I mean, I know you have lots of lots of tips and <laughs> strategies, of course, but you know that we can we can leave the audience with that's um, that's the maybe the. Uh, strongest way to get engagement i mean because is it posts is it stories is it you know what would be something that you could you could recommend to people listening totally um i mean besides the obvious be authentic and be human in your instagram and you know step out of your comfort zone if we're looking at it from a more metrics or statistic standpoint mm-hmm. um video like start get on your ig stories and you know i tell my clients Anywhere between 15 and 20 stories a day, which I should slap my own wrist because I haven't done that today. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're looking for someone to grow their Instagram and to grow their engagement, um, IGTV, and the main, I don't want to say the word reason, but I'm going to use it for lack of better words, the main reason that Instagram stories was literally made was since Instagram was being so highly produced and so glossy in their photos, Instagram stories allowed a behind the scenes look. So, you know, figure that. If you're going to a Madonna concert, you can have this beautiful stage and Madonna's going to, you know, swing and twirl. But then Instagram stories is like taking a peek behind the curtain and see her, you know, talking to her team or, you know, picking up a phone call. So Instagram stories is supposed to be that behind the scenes book. Mm. And it also provides a deeper connection that you may have with your audience. You know, get on the DMs and if someone asks you a question, answer it on, on stories. And in the same token, IGTV, another wonderful platform that is just performing really, really well, and also videos on Instagram. You know, there's just been a huge push for videos across all boards, and that seems to be in, in increasing engagement. I did a whole podcast episode on at a you know Instagram algorithm, and I even have a kid online about it that goes into like real depth of like percentages and. I don't really understand what's going on, and I had to update it this month because the original was six months ago, and even within six months, it's like, okay, we're, things, are, things are constantly changing, so I have to keep my finger on the pulse with that as well. Wow, terrific. Yeah, with the, everything that changes so quickly in the technology world. So, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. post your website in the show notes too so people can find that because that I think awesome. that will really help a lot of people. With, Thank you. you. Know, it's, Thank you. It can be a lot to navigate on your own. So, um, and, <laughs> and it's, you know, I, I love that we circle back to just, yeah, the real behind the scenes, not all the, you know, high production, yeah. but just talking to the camera like a real person and that's what's going to affect yeah. people and then following and then through. Also- 
for brands as well. Like I yeah. work with different brands that, you know, they do want a very beautiful, coordinated Instagram grid. And I, you know, I tell owners, great, now have a representative or somebody go on stories and explain why you're selling that particular product. You know, mm. have a real conversation with a human being and get on the stories. <laughs> And it's amazing. It's amazing seeing the results. I love it. Like, it's, it's, it's pretty instant. It's like, <laughs> like the, the, the sky is open and champagne falls from the heavens. It's like, yay, what are you done? It's work. It's cool. It's cool to see. It's cool to see. Nice. Excellent. Oh, oh, that's wonderful, wonderful advice. Okay, I want to ask you a couple questions now um, that we always love awesome. to ask our guests. So... What is one book that you've read that um, have just had a massive impact on you that you'd like to recommend? Oh gosh, um, I've read. I'm. I need to preface this by saying I'm a big book person. I read two or three books, sometimes four a month. Um, mm. You know, uh, The Alchemist, Never Eat Alone, Principles, Sapiens. Uh, I think the one that really has the biggest effect and keeps having a big effect on me, and it's probably because I'm still practicing its lessons. I'm like, oh, I haven't mastered it yet. Um, <laughs> is A New Earth oh, by Edward Tolley. Yeah, I first read it 10 years ago and it it really changed my life and you know everything from being in the moment to eliminating the ego to understanding you know your quote-unquote pain body Mm. for me the book was more of a spiritual awakening um and it's literally become a daily exercise for me what that book is what that book is what that book is teaching have you read it I have yeah years ago I think I need to dig it out again too because you're right oh my gosh so powerful and if I it's so powerful, and I had a refresher. Oprah Winfrey did on her Super Bowl oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. literally the episode breaking down each chapter, and I, I did it, I think I did it like four or five months ago, and it was fantastic. I would recommend that to anybody. Um, you know, read the book and, and listen to the podcast, but it's, it's incredible, it's incredible, it's incredible. Yeah, the podcast is a great compliment to the book and to be able to put the concepts because it's it's just beautiful and Really, yeah, opens your awareness, so that's fantastic. Yeah. I love it. Um, okay, so how about one quote that you live by? <laughs> um, one quote I live Okay, so it, this one's going to sound a little cheesy, but it's the one thing that when I make major decisions in my life, in my head, I say it to myself, <laughs> and it guides me always in the right direction. It's so cheesy, but it's YOLO. It's you only live once. Um, mm. And sometimes... When I'm really busy in fashion weeks, I'll literally sharpie it in like my hand, you know, <laughs> in a place, and I'll just look at it uh, because I think sometimes we're afraid to step out of our comfort zone. So you know, we're really comfortable in this you know box that we put ourselves in, mm-hmm. and we forget that this is it. You know, like this isn't the the dress rehearsal. This is we're we're, we're on set right now, mm-hmm. and um, once we realize that we have one shot at this, you know, why not take that chance? I mean, as long as you're not harming yourself or doing harm to other people, but you live one. So what are you going to do with that, with that one shot that you have? Love it. You love it. You know, simple, but powerful. (laughs) It's YOLO. Everybody that knows me will be like, oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, YOLO. You know, if you want to make people bad, I'm like, YOLO. You know, like, YOLO. Like, of course something's going to go bad. It's okay. Like, you let that go. But, you know, it's YOLO. It's YOLO. It's YOLO. I love it. Um, It's YOLO. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so if you could leave the world with one final message, like, what would be your golden nugget? 
Oh gosh, I think at this particular moment, especially having this conversation um, right here and right now, what comes to mind is that there's room in the table for all. Mm. Um, you know, we should never be operating from a place of scarcity or fear. And this goes with work. This goes with um, politics. This mm-hmm. goes with, you know, society. Mm-hmm. Um, this goes with our own selves. Um, yeah. There's room. There's room. Um, and we need to be accepting of, of others. And we need to be accepting of ourselves and allow ourselves to succeed as well. Mm. There's room in the table for all. Beautiful. Beautiful. Absolutely. Um, okay, so how can we find you and support you? I know you have your podcast. It's the Realization Podcast, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so thank you for asking this. Um, I love it because it's, what I do is actually to support you, the mm-hmm. listeners. Um, so totally, you can tune in to my podcast on Spotify or iTunes, the Realization Podcast. I have my online business kit, which literally is like every piece of advice I can ever give someone. Um, with life and with business, I just made into these kids. Uh, and it's weird because no other manager agent in the entire universe with my experience has done this before because the industry tends to be very hush-hush. Mm. So I wanted to cut through that red tape. But the good news and to answer your question in one very simple uh, sentence is www.edaliafaltamendi.com. You'll find my podcast, you'll find my kids, you'll find information about myself, you can email me from there. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Before I let you go, I'm going to ask you one more question. Now, as you know, our company is rise up for you. So I'd like to ask you when you hear that term rise up for you, what does it mean to you? Um, by the way, um, it's a phenomenal name. So kudos, kudos for that. Cause it's, I think it speaks so highly of what you do and, and, and so specifically, and it's right on point with what, what you're doing with the podcast. So, um, wanted to congratulate you there. Thank you. Um, rise up for you. For me, it means to realize your potential. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we're so much more than we possibly give ourselves credit for. So mm-hmm. why not rise up to your maximum potential? You know, why not rise up to live the life you've dreamed of? You know, mm-hmm. why not rise up and work hard and actually see it through to fruition? That's mm-hmm. what it means to me. Mm, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, <laughs> thank you. I just feel like I could talk to you forever, but, but thank you. yeah, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for joining us today on the rise up for you podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already head over to our website, riseupforyou.com and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.